This is Sisterhood Unleashed, a weekly podcast brought to you by two mamas from small town Ontario. Grab a glass of wine and join us. Hello, Stephanie. Good evening. I have a Dorito in my mouth. I like, ah. Hang on, just a sec. There, I'm done. <laughs> Jealous. It's <laughs> my supper, honestly. That's oh, terrible. So you're flying solo tonight? Where's your hubs? Well, he was working today, and then he just went to go help a friend move something and then ended up at said friend's house uh, drinking beer, I think. Oh. Um, you know, as you do after you move I a dishwasher know. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, do he's okay. Thing, drink three beers. No. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard moving dishwashers. Hard so. life. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm just well, kidding. I don't really care. But uh, yeah, no, so, he was at work today, so. You text me earlier, you took your kids to the splash pad tonight as well? Yeah, for dinner, which is why I'm having Doritos right now, because we didn't <laughs> okay. actually make dinner. Um, no, so I worked How today. did that go? Yeah, it was good. I worked today. We had our sitter here in the morning, um, and we took her home around 1 o'clock. I had to drive into my office to drop something off, and uh, the kids fell asleep on the way home, obviously, because it was afternoon and we were mm-hmm. in the van. Yeah. So I knew that uh, I wanted them to go to sleep on time tonight because when the twins nap, like they're three and a half and, you know, you sneak in a 20 minute nap and they are so much happier the rest of the day, but bedtime becomes a nightmare. So, um, so I decided after I was done working, it was around 430 or so we packed up and uh, drove in to go to the splash pad. I packed a little picnic dinner for them to eat. I mean, like truthfully, they don't eat a lot anyway so we no. had just some little like, snacks is all yeah you yeah we had some mm-hmm. kibasa and cheese and fruit and yeah and it was good it was good so good. yeah good. We and you don't have to book a time slot anymore no no okay. i think you do for the pool but for, for the, the splash pool, pad okay. yeah for the splash pad you just walk up and they allow a maximum of 10 people using the splash pad um, okay and you can have like whatever number of parents observing, right? Sitting on the grass. It's kind of all fenced mm-hmm. off now. And um, okay. if they hit the 10 people capacity, they um, set a timer for 20 minutes. And then after that 20 minutes is up, then um, the next group of people get to come in and use it. Like they sanitize nice. and everything in between. So is there a, a, like a staff working there? A staff yeah. person working there? Wow. Yeah. Which is- like a sweet summer job. Yeah. I was just going to say, are they still hiring? <laughs> I know, right? I know. He's, job ever. They, they literally sit there under a tree in a golf chair or in like a folding chair. Yeah, we've been there a few and isn't times. It self-cleaning. So what do they have to do? Right. Spray it down. They wipe down some of the high traffic areas, like the the touch points. Um, oh, but yeah, okay. he said I asked him the first time we went, and he was like, honestly, you know, the chlorine levels are so high that mm-hmm. um, everything just kind of, you know, self-cleaning. Nothing. So, is living in that exactly yeah you awesome. can smell it when you're sitting there right so mm-hmm. it's not um yeah i'm more worried about the cool. park afterwards but whatever it was mm-hmm. fine yeah so yeah we just did that yeah. and then came home and got ready for bed and i have two out of three sleeping one of them is still half awake but mm-hmm. uh just, nice yeah how was your day what did you good. do today ah uh, it was good we had my daughter had an eye exam this morning so we mm-hmm. went into that she did wonderfully. I had all the kids with me. I'd actually forgotten about the eye exam until they called. So I had the littles with me and they were not so well behaved in mm-hmm. the eye exam room, which I, there was way too much going on in there anyways. Totally. For so I actually left her. 
um, I left her in the exam room with the eye doctor uh, and I went outside with the little kids and we waited and Nora did really well. Um, after that, we splashed for a couple hours in a friend's pool and then came home and everybody was so exhausted and miserable. Uh-huh. Um, bed Bedtime came very early and yeah, here I am sitting on the back deck talking to you. So nice. I cannot complain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you drinking tonight? Ooh, yeah, this one is actually not one of my favorites. I'm not going to lie, but it's a Cab Sav. It's a California grape. It's the Robert Mondavi. I'm probably oh, yeah. this yeah, one yeah. with a little lighthouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good, but it's not, I don't know. It sometimes gives me a headache, oh. but uh, that's what happens when you drink too much. It depends on it. how much I drink. Right. That's what I was going to say. Right. So, what are you drinking, baby? I got my trusty old faithful. New Zealand Cab Sav. No, not Cab Sav. Sauvignon Blanc. Um, just a mm-hmm. nice little white. Yeah. Um, I poured myself a very generous pour now, so mm-hmm. um, I'll be ready for bed promptly after we're done recording this. But uh, <laughs> it's been a long day, so mm-hmm. I was ready for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was ready for it. Yeah. I was after we recorded our last episode on just the fears surrounding going back to school. Did you notice we got the reopening plan from our school board? Did you, wasn't that crazy the same day? Yeah. Did you kind of page through that at all? Kind of go through it yet? I went through the summary yeah, document, I which I found was well. ironic because it was still like 20 pages long for being. Oh, I know. It was hard <laughs> 25. to get summary, but yeah. they did do a good job of covering literally everything you could think of asking. So. Yeah. Silas and I, my oldest, um, so he's going into grade one, just like Amanda's oldest daughter, and uh, they are both going to be part of the Catholic board this mm-hmm. year, right? And so he and I have been talking a little bit about it, and, you know, it just kind of hit me the other day about going back to school. Like, we were mm-hmm. out somewhere... And he's like, oh, I could use those for my indoor shoes at school. And I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. We need to do that. I'm like, yeah, we have to do that. And then our um, sitter this morning was talking about how she's going to the mall to get some mm-hmm. stuff back to school. And I was like, you know, Silas asked, oh, can we go to the mall too? And I need some new track pants, which he does. Like he's grown a foot over the summer. No, um, and two shoe it. sizes. Two shoe sizes. What? Yeah. Oh, see, my little peanuts have not grown oh, that much. Yeah. Wow, grown boy. He's getting so big. So, so yeah, it just kind of like hit me, but we were talking tonight. I had mentioned how the older grades are going to be required to wear masks, but Mm -hmm. he might not have to. And he said, oh, so like when you're in JK and SK, you don't have to wear a mask, but the number grades do. And I said, well, no, even like grade one, grade two, and grade three don't have to. Um, And he said, okay. And I said, but we'll probably, you know, send one in your backpack and then mm-hmm. you can wear it as much as you as much as you can and, and try to wear it and and like he was okay with that and mm-hmm. uh, I, mm-hmm. he said it was so cute because he made a comment about how he's like I'm really excited to go back to school and see my friends but I'm also a little bit nervous and immediately I go to like you're nervous because of the virus quote unquote right like that's what we call mm-hmm. it, the virus he's like well no I'm just nervous because I don't really know my teacher very mm-hmm. well and I'm excited yeah. right and like and it just like made me think that okay again, like just like how I talked about last week, we set the tone. Like I need to not, you know, mm-hmm. we need to be positive about this and excited. And mm-hmm. even though things are a little bit strange, mm-hmm. like we still have to approach this as if it's an exciting mm-hmm. first day of school, right? Yeah. Like, year, which is all those normal jitters are still there. They're not even, they're like, whatever. They're not even it's thinking about the mask. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was flipping through that summary, I had, was kind of reading some of the changes and I tr- like, mm-hmm. truthfully, I, flip through it like I didn't analyze every word but I noticed how there was not going to be like cubbies um and kids were going to have to have mm-hmm. their backpacks at their desk and stuff and so I mentioned that to him like 
no big deal. And he was like, oh yeah, okay. Like not, mm-hmm. you know, they're so adaptable. Him, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I thought afterwards, I thought, you know, I could have just said, this is what you do when you're in grade one. Like you don't have a mm-hmm. cubby anymore. Like, they don't know any different. Garden. He's never even been there. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it sounds like, yeah, like you said, they've covered a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was ironic Girl. that, you know, we recorded that morning. Yeah, and it, couldn't, it came out that evening. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right and How do you feel yeah. about it? Uh, you know what? I like, uh, I actually went through it pretty um, pretty, like pretty well from front to back, just the summary. I didn't go through the rest cause it mm-hmm. answered enough for me for now. Um, yeah. And it gave me, I think the one thing that kind of struck me is going to be difficult and I'm sure that when it actually plays out, they will, it'll, it'll run fine. It's just the first day drop yeah. off. So this is actually gonna be a new school for Nora. Um, so just not being able to kind of really like usher her into the school. Although even at her old school, we weren't really supposed to go into the JKSK area. So right. you know what? I retract that. It'll pro- it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll it be, will be. So, it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so anyways, so yeah. I just thought the timing was funny of the release and the podcast and everything. So I know. Um, and yeah, and got some really positive feedback from folks this week or last week, this week, last week. I don't even know what, what week <laughs> it is about just, yeah, being, you know, happy to hear kind of that other, other moms were feeling some of the same stuff as them and just, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's hard. Like, I think when we, we kind of joked last week that it was, you know, obviously we called it fight club, but Mm -hmm. there is, um, I think it's on everybody's minds. And Mm -hmm. the more I, you know, see other moms and other people, like even tonight at the splash pad, I saw a, a mom who I just kind of know as an acquaintance and, um, don't know her super well, but, um, we, we've seen each other a couple times at the splash pad lately. Obviously, like, I think our husbands are on the same work schedule, but, um, and she was asking about, you know, what we were doing and whatever. And I said, I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, it's nice that we are able to talk about it, like that we are, Mm -hmm. you know, that other people are finding like, this is becoming, you know, more and more of a thing. And she was there and had met up with a a neighbor or something. And um, the neighbor had decided to keep her daughter home um, and do distance learning this year. And And we were just like, yeah, cool. Like, that's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. Right. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's your choice. And nobody, um, nobody can make that decision but you. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it it, it is nice to hear people talking about it and having these like positive conversations about it because it's, yeah, we can't avoid it. It's coming, right? Like as as Mm -hmm. much as we, as we want to just forget about it, like it's happening Mm -hmm. in three weeks or two weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this week's stuff, so we've got um, something exciting coming up. So tonight we have a guest, uh, Caroline Jagger. So Caroline and her husband, John, uh, some of you may already know, they have opened um, a resort. I guess it's, it's technically zoned as a resort. Uh, they offer glamping uh, for folks. So I'm not sure if you're, I think kind of the <laughs> easiest explanation of glamping is it's almost like a tent, almost like a year, almost like a cabin, right? Yeah. Um, and you kind of show up and you get to stay at their beautiful property um, mm-hmm. in one of their, I guess, rather secluded little glamping tents, but it's not a tent. Um, so they have just opened just this past year. Uh, They're located on the St. John's Road outside of Port Dover. So it is like 10 minutes from my house and not a whole lot further from yours either. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am always kind of, you know, traveling around between grocery shopping uh, trips and appointments and, and whatnot looking, you know, at, 
I Clay always laughs. He says, it's like you're a tourist everywhere we go because I'm always taking it all in, talking to whoever wants to talk to me. Okay. But like food for the first time. But uh, like, truthfully, like you guys both are like that. Like he loves oh, to drive totally, too, right? Like totally you're like, Yeah. Yes. No, My ideal. So I have various um, dream jobs. I think if I could be like an investigative, is that called investigative journalist? I would, yeah. I'd probably get shot or imprisoned. Um, so <laughs> I would also love to be like a travel blogger or some, I don't know, just somebody who drives around and writes things about, um, you know, different places, but yes, we're big time <laughs> Sunday drivers and venture seekers, whatever foodies. So I kind of stumbled across this place and then went home and did my research um, and noticed that a lot of people I know from the community were also following them and kind of cheering them on uh, over social media. So I reached Mm -hmm. out to Caroline, who was super excited uh, to come on tonight and talk to us a little bit about what they're doing in Norfolk. Um, It looks like they're going to be, they have been and will continue to be involved in some community development. Um, They're artists, uh, they're into music. So um i'm excited for them so and of course this kind of wraps up (laughs) or gives us not even wraps up that's the wrong word so if you've been following us yeah we went on a camping trip and steph is not a professional camper right you don't (laughs) even enjoy camping she has however booked another traditional camping trip for the near future. Anyways, I think glamping stuff, as soon as I thought, I'm like, this is what staff needs it's, to do. It is so this up is you. Yeah, yes. it, it is. And um, the way yeah. that Caroline described how, you know, secluded and, um, you know, even John jumped in and was talking about, you get there and it's all set up for you. It's, there's not a lot of thought involved. And that's one of the big things that I, don't love about camping is like I feel like okay. I mean we did this for one night the last time we went yeah, I did mention how, it is I feel like I'm bringing my whole house like especially mm-hmm. with toddlers I'm bringing mm-hmm. like you know and and thank god I we were camping with you last time and you remembered to bring all the stuff that mm-hmm. I didn't bring because there <laughs> I would have thought to bring a child's potty so that my kid could pee in the woods but your daughter who would not use the public water. She would. Oh she God, also. So funny. She is my daughter. She yeah. Is she a would not. Diva. She, okay. I love her. She went in there. I went with them and she was like, I'm not using it. She was no. me like, there's no, no. friggin' chance, no. Amanda. I was dying. Do you know what though? <laughs> okay. To be fair, they were like the vault toilets, like the porta potties, basically. Oh, yeah. They not were the real. No, they like were they were legit. Yeah, and no, they no, were earth. disgusting. Disgusting. Call, what is that? Self, I don't even know. Whatever. They were porta potty. It was a porta potty. I think they called them But vault on the other. It's a porta potty. Of course, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't blame her, but it was just funny at not even, you know, yeah. like at her no. young age, she I knew know. enough to be like, Hell no. Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening. So I know. I, I know. Oh, something else. Really? But yeah, no, okay. the, this this will conclude our mm-hmm. I hate camping. Um, although I'm sure we're going to end up talking about it when I come mm-hmm. home from our next well, camping we will. trip. Because you're going to ask me how it goes. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like la- after last week's episode, my friend texted me and called me out and said, you said you would buy a pop-up trailer. And I was like, well, no, I didn't say I would buy one. I just said like, I could do it. I could camp in a pop-up trailer. Like that's a lot better. 
Right. You have to be so careful what you say because I know recorded. I know. I know on the World Wide Web. So whatever comes out of your mouth, basically you have to. Yeah. And then another, yeah. And then another friend texted me and said, I can't believe you booked another campsite. And I was like, oh, Ah. for this thing. Like, thanks for listening to the podcast. And she's like, well, of course I'm listening, but like, I can't believe. So here it is. Like if you're like, we're doing another code word, right? Like if you are listening, you know that I'm talking about topic X, Y, is that like so funny so funny so yeah oh, I can't I can't awesome. find anything I have to follow through no um absolutely yeah. not yeah. so before we jump on to talk with Caroline and John mm-hmm. uh every week we talk about our favorites yeah so I'm gonna let you you go first because I gotta think of what I, I honest to go this week has been such a blur it's going yeah. so quickly um but anyways what is there anything kind of jumping out at you this week um so you commented on so we're recording this on zoom right and so you can see me mm-hmm. and you commented on my shirt that I was wearing before mm-hmm. and yes. it is definitely a favorite and it's so funny I so my shirt says it's fine I'm fine everything is fine which is like <laughs> which has been my life motto I think for the last probably I mean since my twins were born um but it was so funny I was talking with my staff at work over like a over same thing over a zoom call and I said something like okay whatever like it's okay it's fine it's fine we'll deal with it or whatever the situation was and my my one my one colleague had said like you need a shirt with that on there and sure enough I found a shirt and I bought the shirt Amazing. so that is my favorite this <laughs> is week. it a little Etsy shop that uh, no no I no. found it on um Zulily so oh, okay I yeah don't even know. Know what that is but just okay like a, yeah it's just it's, like a regular screen printed so yeah, that's is, my it's my favorite this week right on it's yeah. actually pretty funny my niece when she lived with us for a little bit last this past winter mm-hmm. um she that always she would work these crazy hours in Toronto and then come all the way back out here and you know when life was kind of up and down we would how are you doing you know sorry about this and she would, it's fine it's fine <laughs> we are always always saying that so as yeah. soon as I your shirt I thought oh my gosh Brooklyn would love that so yes yeah oh good good stuff what are you loving what's on your um you know what I don't know oh my gosh usually I have a 500 different things you do yeah to talk about um you know what I think I'm speechless for the oh my god it's gonna snow in August it's gonna snow in August yeah the other morning I actually woke up and said to Clay, you know what? I don't think I have anything to talk about today. That was on Sunday. I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> he started to laugh. He no fucking way. Liar. To talk about. Of course, by that night, I'd talk so much. He, in fact, told me that the next time we have somebody over, he's going to bring out a talking stick. <laughs> so, because me and the friend we had over were talking over each other, apparently. I didn't. I don't even pick up on this. And, uh, and Clay said, you know what, next time I'm giving you guys a, a talking stick so you oh, can wow. take turns. Um, but no. Uh, oh, I'm, well, I'm excited. I got into, um, I got accepted into a yoga teacher training. Yay! So, uh, yeah. After my car accident, I wasn't able to do any physio, massage, uh, any classes, nothing, because it happened right at the same time as COVID, mm-hmm. the onset of COVID or whatever, when the COVID shut down. 
Um, so everything shut down. Uh, and so pretty quickly into that, I realized I wanted to be able, um, I guess, to expand and deepen my practice in yoga because I find it extremely helpful when I'm healing from anything physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, whatever. Um, so anyways, I uh, talked to some girls in the area. Uh, I was recommended to check out the Atlas Yoga Studio up in Cambridge. It just so happened they were offering some online uh, teacher training. So I had talked to her and yeah, I'm going to be doing just a 200 hour course. Um, it'll be on the weekends throughout the fall. I'm super excited about that. That's and, yeah, so awesome. Yeah, so I had to do a little, yeah entrance essay and I haven't oh my gosh I haven't applied to school or done anything like that in so long are you just spinning yeah are you just spinning from it like you love that stuff I do love that stuff but I hadn't done it in so long so I wrote that a little while ago and just got accepted this week so I'm super happy um yeah I think it's going to be quite quite the adventure and I mean I don't know if I'll ever teach or, or what'll come of it I think as a social worker I'm super, well, you know, I'm, I, I always kind of fall to the alternative practice and mm-hmm. yoga, like I said, is something, someplace I always, something I always go back to. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. That's yeah. So, so awesome. then maybe I can Congratulations. be in my class. So yeah, I, that's kind of, that's a favorite thing this week. If that really fits the bill, but yeah, that's just totally does big that happened for me. That's so, so awesome. Um, I think we mentioned this, but like you and I really bonded over Yoga. Yeah, I think that was kind of our first big bang. Yeah. Six years ago. It was so long ago. I mean, we were obviously friends before, but yeah, Yeah. that was our our big uh, shared love. Yeah. Yeah. It was our shared love. After tonight and talking with Caroline, I feel like we could, you could host a yoga retreat at Homegrown Hideaway, or we could go out to Lindsay's in uh, Mm -hmm. Dunville. Um, at, we could host yoga retreat, a yoga retreat out there and like start there no. and then tour all the way back to like Port Dover area, yeah. sleep in the tent. I mean, yeah, no, I could totally do that. Mm-hmm. Totally One of my best friends from elementary school, actually, um, she also did her yoga teacher training. So she doesn't even know I'm thinking about this, but maybe oh. she could, uh, we could collaborate if and when I ever get done and do something like that would be really fun so yeah do it that's so cool yeah. go. gonna say one more thing what? before yeah. when you were trying yeah. to think what your favorite was I was gonna say I have a second favorite that just popped into my head what is it because I'm sitting outside and it's dark and like the stars mm-hmm. are starting to come out and like we were talking about being in the wilderness and like all of these outdoorsy things that like I'm clearly not an outdoorsy person but the You're other night, getting better. I'm getting better. But the other night when um, I know I mentioned like for Alex's birthday last week, we had like an outdoor movie night and we had a couple of friends over. Mm-hmm. One of our friends told me about this app. Okay. Maybe you've already heard about it. Maybe I'm like behind here. I have. I know it's, exactly. You know what I mean? Okay, what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Skyview. Mm-hmm. Have you seen mm-hmm. that one? Yeah. Skyview. Clay I, has it on his phone. Oh we use it. My it's God. amazing. I'm obsessed. And I'm like, you know, it tells you the constellations and, and stuff. Yeah. Like I'm doing it right now. It's so cool. What do you and see? You can can like, you see the little dipper? Um, no, no, like I'm looking right up and I see this super, super bright star and it's, yeah, it's Saturn. Nice. It's oh, Saturn. Saturn. So Listen, cool. Listen to me. I am Skyview. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really cool. Mm-hmm. And Jupiter's beside it, like obviously. And then there's, I mean, like I can always pick out. So my husband did an astronomy course. Astronomy is that right? Yeah, he did astro. That is right. Astrology? Right? No, astrology. Astrology or astronomy? No, astrology. Astronomy is, like- is yeah. Astrology is the signs, right? Astronomy is it's the stars. Astronomy. Astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. We are so tired. 
I also <laughs> before I had like a really generous pour of wine. Um, so the, uh. that's the last one. Okay. Astro what was it? Astronomy. Astronomy. Hey, Google, what is the definition of astronomy? Anyway. Astronomy, that's it. That's it, right? Oh shit. Fudge. Oh, anyway, he did an astronomy course in university and always loves to like look up. And so I could pick out the big dipper, the little dipper, Orion's belt, and a few other ones, but like when to be able to look up and be like, ready for there's Aquarius. Yeah. Right like right now I'm yeah. just looking and there's Scorpius and I'm like, shit, son, that's so cool. And you can point it down at the ground. And when they told me, um, Ashley, if you're listening to this, she'll laugh again. Cause they told me that I could point it at the ground and it would show me something. And I was like, no, you guys are fucking with me. Like it's going to show me the earth, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like just whatever, but no, it, it actually shows you what's on the other side of the world right now like what's because we're really? no not, not the other side of the sky i don't know what's the right terminology right because like we're uh, rotating yeah yeah so it's see so if i pointing it at the ground i can actually see the international space station oh. right now and it's on like testing you know well, on i mean the other side of the hemisphere okay clearly i need to stop but sky view <laughs> light it's so cool your kids will love it i love God, how if excited you're, like, you are about this i just right think now. it's so cool like i think it's so awesome to be able to like, look nerd up and like, like you yeah i am and i'm looking at this super bright star <laughs> and thinking like that's actually saturn like my mind is blown it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a firefly out right now. Like, it's just, oh my God. Like, the world is. You know what? You need to pack need to your stop. bags yeah. and get John and Caroline's and bring your little astronomy app. Yeah. And and then not have to worry about your pop-up tent. I'm yeah. sure they will even come out and help you with your fire in the morning. Oh God. This is no, I can do the fire. Do. I can do the fire myself, but I will stop. Right, rambling. right, right. But it's all this setup. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's so funny. I can't believe how much you love that app, but yes, I know about it. It it's is, just so uh, cool. Yeah, Clay has it. We've had it's it for a couple so cool. years. Yeah, I just it like cool. it makes Look me think like the world is so it. big. I wish I am still doing it. I wish people could see this. Like the world is so I big, do. right? And yes. then it's not. And we are like, so small. How mm-hmm. amazing is it that I that's, can like look at that and say like, okay, that yeah. is actually Saturn. Like that's showing me that. So I know. So awesome. So awesome. Well, it's better than my non-scientific explanation of what's going on up there. So, um, yeah. I'm glad you're learning something new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to John and Caroline's interview. Um, Sounds good. So cool listening to them. And uh, And hopefully you guys can check them out, right? We want to, you know, especially in light of the global pandemic and the increasingly crazy traffic on the highways when you're trying to get out of Dodge, maybe um, some of our local listeners can, Mm -hmm. uh, and and those of you listening from Hamilton and beyond, you know, uh, check out these guys this summer, this fall, and mm-hmm. and we've been accepting uh, uh, bookings into into next year as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, check them out. I think this is a, a really exciting adventure they're on. So yes, it is. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Well, enjoy, and uh, yeah, we will chat with you guys again next week. Next time. Okay. Hi guys. Good evening. We are super excited to be chatting with Caroline Jagger from Homegrown Hideaway tonight. Uh, Caroline is in the Port Dover area. Um, Amanda actually came across her driving down St. John's Road and wondering uh, what's happening on the property. So uh, we're happy to have you on the podcast tonight, Caroline. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, 
let's talk a little bit about homegrown hideaway. Um, staycation spots are really important to both Amanda and I. We love the local vibe that our area um, has to offer. We are both from the Haldeman area, but I work in Norfolk County. Um, we also, you know, do all kinds of recreation and activities in Norfolk. And uh, yeah, it's really cool to see something like this um, not too far from home. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your husband, John, and um, what led you to opening your doors? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so Homegrown Hideaway is a glamping and special event center uh, just outside of Port Dover, like you said. Um, we just opened this year. We've been working on this for about three years, um, but it's, it's finally here. Uh, so the, we have two glamping sites open this year. Um, with everything going on with COVID, we wanted to make sure that our guests felt as comfortable as possible. So it's, we, we normally have communal washrooms where you have four washrooms, two showers, and everyone that's there just kind of uses what's available. Um, but this year we decided to only open two of our tents so everyone has their own exclusive washroom, their own exclusive shower. So while you're staying with us, you don't have to worry about anyone else going into your space at all. Um, so we've done that and we've also renovated our barn. So it's a, it's a smaller barn. It's a little hobby farm. We have about 17 acres. Um, and the barn has been on this property for just over a hundred years that we know of. Uh, and it was actually moved from another place. Um, we could tell when we deconstructed it that it used to have a basement underneath it and there's oh, no cool. basement under it now. Uh, so what we did is we took off all the old barn wood. Um, we, try to encapsulate the barn itself. So in the inside, it still looks old, but on the outside, it's new and it's vibrant and it's, uh, that's going to be our event center. My kids are walking mm -hmm. in the door. This is amazing. <laughs> that's okay. That's How many totally kids do you fun. have, Caroline? I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Oh my gosh. So you Just have... like us. Yep. Yeah. What an undertaking. So you and your husband mm -hmm. have been basically planning and then opening your own business from home <laughs> with a small yes. family. And I was reading through your website, you guys work during, like you have other careers as well, or is, or yep. you left other careers or how does that work? We both have other careers. Uh, okay. We decided probably about two years ago, three years ago that I would move to working from home full time. Uh, okay. So I used to work for a municipality uh, project manager. I have a background in architecture. So I opened my own small architecture practice here. Wow. Hi buddy. Good job, sweetheart. <laughs> I love the whispers. I know. <laughs> like, you know, something important well, is going on. Right? His, his little hand came up with a wave. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they're doing really well with me running both businesses and having yeah. meetings and knowing that when I'm on the phone, it's time to be quiet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we decided that uh, with the small kids, and here's the other one. Oh, you got one too? <laughs> they painted rocks. Awesome. It's a nice painting. Very nice. Um, uh, so, yeah, so we decided that uh, I would come home and I would leave the municipal world and I would start my own architectural practice. So I have a small buildings architectural practice and my husband is apprenticing to become an electrician while we're doing this too. Wow. <laughs> but not much going on. <laughs> so it's busy. You're bored. Yeah, you're bored, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fun though. So, and this is obviously everything's held on your property. Um, and I read on your website as well that um, this was a family property that had been in, was it your husband's family for quite some time? Yeah. So John was born here. Do you want to yeah. join in? Sure. Yeah, fine. He's Hi, here. John. He's fine. Join in. 
<laughs> so John, we were, we were just asking Caroline to give us a little bit of background on kind of what brought you guys to where you're at today. She was telling us a bit about kind of how Homegrown Hideaway came to be and what you've got to offer there in Port Dover. They were just asking about the history and how long the property's been with us. And- uh, my father purchased the property in 76. Uh, before that, it was a generational farm. The man that he bought it from was born on the property probably somewhere in the 1890s. Cool. And then dad had purchased it from 1976. Before that, it was like a, there used to be a mill on the property and they used to press cider there and stuff like that. So people oh, would come okay. from all around and press cider. So everybody knew about the property through yeah. the cider press. They get cider. Sometimes they get hard cider, depending on the day of what the old man was doing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that got it then. And then uh, I'm born and raised here. And then, yeah, I took over the property probably 10, 11 years ago. Cool. Okay, right on. And you guys always, you always have that entrepreneurial bug where you wanted to, to, I don't know, I guess, create something, you know, start your own business and create a place where you would have folks coming and going and hosting events and things like that. Was that something kind of always brewing for you guys? Um, yeah, it, it's grown. Yeah. Okay. I guess into that kind of, I've <laughs> always, have. you've was, always wanted to do events out here. Yeah. I've always wanted to do events out here ever since we started doing them. Um, but then something different, right? So getting into a few years into it and uh, wanting to do something more. So, and this was kind of built through that and a dream to. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. One of the questions I know Amanda put on here and sent to you guys originally was, um, it's very, I make it very well known that I'm not a fan of traditional tent camping. Um, Glamping is very much more, my style. Um, so what is it about glamping that you guys thought would be, you know, obviously appeals, it appeals to someone like me, but what, um, how, what's the appeal there? What is it? Uh, like originally like? or just in general? Or just, just in, in general. general. Yeah. Just, oh, just in, general. in general. Okay. Um, just because we just happened to come across glamping just through a, a site that we saw. Right. Okay. Um, and didn't know really anything about it. So, um, the, it's the whole setup idea, I find. Um, I'm a traditional camper, camped out in these woods for years and all mm. over the area, right? Um, it's the setup thing where it's different, I find, because you show up and everything's already kind of mm-hmm. set for you. You don't yeah. have to set your tent up. You don't have to lay stuff out and get everything on the pick table or whatnot. Everything's already kind of set out for you, which, right. is, which is a huge bonus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pack anything. You pack your food and your clothes and everything else is supplied for you and everything's ready when you pull up. So you're not pitching a tent. You're not hauling out all the linens. You're not having to blow up an air mattress. You're not having to scourge for wood. It's everything's there and ready for you. Yeah. That's cool. That's that yeah. that sounds like a vacation to me. Right? Like <laughs> it's essentially a hotel in the woods. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm I can get down with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's cool. So can you explain your tents and your glamp sites and what do each what does each site look like? How many people can stay there? What um what's inside the tent? What happens? I'm off. Thanks, John. <laughs> Bye, John. He's been someone by the kids. <laughs> See you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so each tent is uh, has one queen size bed in it. Uh, it's a real mattress on a real bed frame. Yes. All of the furniture inside the tent itself is built out of wood that we've taken off of the barn. 
Cool. Um, so it's all, I guess, super local, but it's all, it's all reclaimed. Um, so you have your bed with all of your linens, a big duvet, because it does get surprisingly chilly out there at night, even in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a, uh, a little hutch that has all of your, your plates, your cups, your mugs, your cutlery, your pots, your pans, your, all your utensils, anything that you would need to cook. Um, and then it has a, like a little closet that would have all of your linens, all of your towels, uh, extra blankets for sitting out around the fire uh, that we've sourced locally from a, um, a designer that does like purses and blankets. She's actually out in Victoria. Um, we have chairs. So when you come out, you've got a little deck, a little private deck that's covered. Um, if it's raining, you can sit out there. Nice. Uh, if you don't want to be out by the fire, you can be back there. And then there's a fire pit with chairs around it. Um, there's a barbecue, there's a picnic table. That's about it. Uh, one of our tents has a outdoor rainwater shower. So you can shower under cool. the stars or in the sun, whatever you prefer. Cool. Um, That's so yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, so how many people would you be able to accommodate in one of those tents? Like we both have three kids, so yeah, I would... leaving them at home, which is ideal <laughs> sometimes, right? But, say, with, but well, can I bring could. them? Yeah. Yeah. With a shower <laughs> under the stars, I might be leaving the kids at home. <laughs> well, you could. Awfully romantic. It is. <laughs> Uh, you, you could just come the two of you or we have options for kids as well so we have little pop-up tents that we can put in your site okay. if the nice. kids are old enough that you're okay with them not being in the tent with you we also right. have cots and pack and plays and can adjust so that we can have everybody on your site oh, they're wow. pretty they're pretty large they're pretty spacious you can you can fit your kids in there okay. or not however awesome. you prefer to go very cool. Well, it sounds like it's in like kind of an exotic little getaway, but it's right in our own backyard. So yeah. that would be, yeah, that would be so awesome. Cool. And what about the dining experience? Oh, Sorry. yes, yes, yes. Food wise. What does that wise. look like? Yeah. So we are situated right in between Port Dover and Simcoe. Uh, so some of our guests are, um, they don't want to cook over a fire. They don't want to cook over a barbecue. They want everything kind of taken care of them. Uh, so they will either order in or they'll go out and enjoy some of our restaurants, our local restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, or we have cooking grates that go over the fire. Uh, we have a cast iron frying pan. We have other cooking, um, camping cookware that you can cook either directly on the fire or on the barbecue. Uh, we do offer what we call breakfast baskets, but we're finding that people want them throughout the day. So breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. and dinner. Um, most of the produce in those is grown in our garden. If we can't source it, we get it as local as possible. There's another, um, there's Matt's Fruit Barn, which is just around the corner from us. So we get a lot of stuff from them. Um, We have a source for free range eggs for our omelets. Uh, The cheeses generally come from Jensen cheese. So we try and keep it as local as possible. Awesome. That's so cool. And then did you mention, like, is there a little, like, somewhere to keep things refrigerated then for, for folks if they wanted, if they needed that? We don't have a fridge. Okay. Uh, we, we recommend coolers and ice. And okay. there's so bring lots of stuff. places. Yeah. 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 There's Perfect. places around that have ice. We have uh, a little welcome booklet that has the, the closest locations mm-hmm. for your gas stations and for your 24-hour um, convenience stores, that type of thing is labeled right in there, especially for people that aren't from the area. Yeah, um, nice. So the tents themselves don't have power. We the okay. central bathroom does. Uh, it also has a like a kitchenette area. So okay. if you need to charge your phone or things like that, you could do it there. Or we have a uh, a crank radio 
in the tents that has a USB port. If you want to stay connected and you really want to charge it, you can, but you don't have to. Yeah, it might be kind of uh, nice to unplug for a day or two mm-hmm. eh? and for sure. mm-hmm. really escape. That's that's awesome. Now, one of my favorite parts, and I know Stephanie had already kind of touched on this, about living so close to Norfolk and spending so much time out that way is just the vibrant arts and music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a love lot of local artisans and musicians out your way. Um, I'm wondering, I know I read through your website and, and you said you plan on incorporating or showcasing like musicians at, at your property at some point. What's the dream there? Mm-hmm. We both grew up with a lot of music in our mm-hmm. lives. All of our families have played music. Uh, we dabble, we're not wonderful musicians, mm-hmm. um, but we enjoy music. So that's yeah, actually what too. started with the barn was okay. to have a place for families to come. So our family is growing, our extended family. We've essentially outgrown our house. Um, so we needed a place for family dinners, but we also want a place to be able to have smaller gatherings where people can um, come and have like little mini concerts or mm-hmm. larger concerts. We have an outdoor space too that has, um, it's a, like a stage sound booth type setup for oh. larger events, obviously wow. not this year. Yes, but, I know. Uh, <laughs> next year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's kind of where we, where we want to go with that. Yeah. Uh, we are um, the second weekend of September. Uh, we are hosting corn, what used to be Cornstalk oh, is now awesome. the Birdtown Jamboree. So that has huh. moved to our location. We're super excited about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Not only that's is awesome. It showcasing local musicians, but it also gives back to uh, youth artists, whether it be. Yeah. Um, musicians or music lessons or instruments or yeah there's there's just a, a great group to get involved oh, with. good for you guys yeah as soon oh, as awesome. I read that I was like oh that sounds I want to hear mm-hmm. more about what they're doing there that is really I think needed and yeah mm-hmm. and, and music is one of my favorite ways to bring people together so mm-hmm. um, right on now do you have to buy tickets ahead of time for that or how does that work this year you do this year we're limited to 100 people outside for a gathering yeah Um, Mm -hmm. so they're only selling 100 tickets uh when those 100 tickets are gone that's it they will be doing a um this year they're doing they've had some local artists paint guitars um so they're going to be raffling those off and for that raffle there is a like a drive-through so if you don't get tickets you can still come and support and donate that way cool Uh, but the the event itself is going to be the saturday uh, one, two, six, so five hours. It's all uh, young artists, mm-hmm. either students or um, just out of their college university that are from around here that have been supported by this group. Wow. That's so awesome. Yeah. What an what awesome a- way to still be able to host that event, mm-hmm. even given all of the craziness that's going on right now. That, yeah. That'll be so wonderful and like the yes. vibe will be so cool at your place. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. They've really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you guys and for them. That's awesome. (laughs) Now, last week, um, another question I had is, and you might have kind of already touched on this because your plan is to host events, but we had uh, a little company out of Dunville area. So we had a a girl named Lindsay on. She um, hosts micro micro weddings and elopements. And she talked about, so her business is called an intimate affair, micro weddings and elopements, right? Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so what she's doing is, you know, having days where folks come there and get married. And then she doesn't have an overnight facility. So she said, sometimes folks will leave and go camp camping or staying at a hotel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are you guys set up to host like a big group like that? Like say you had, I don't even know how many people would be there, right? Like if you could have a hundred people, 50, with- like 50 people, mm-hmm. sleep, like yeah. it, could you do something like that too? Or 
we could. We wouldn't be able to sleep them all. Okay. Um, but we could. But for like a, a reception type thing? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So there, there's, there's county, there's county approvals that you have to get for that yeah. to happen, yeah. but we've been successful and okay. we will hopefully continue to be successful with that. So uh, we good. are approved with our barn to have, um, we can have any type of event that we want in the barn. It doesn't have to be specifically agriculture related. Okay. We went through the planning approvals to get that all changed. Yeah. Um, and then for outside, we have, um, we have a larger space where we've had some larger weddings here. And then our hope is with the glamping that like the bridal party could stay or Mm -hmm. the parents could stay or something. So we actually have uh, a small one this year where the bride and groom are going to stay and they're just having like a small amount of people. It's going to be a little wedding, a little Mm -hmm. reception. Everyone's going to leave and then they get to have their little mini honeymoon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's so exciting that people are still finding, I mean, like you said already stuff with everything that's been going on, just still finding creative ways to, you know, I don't know, get married or host functions and, and yeah, celebrate. And still, so yeah. Come such together a big part of our culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Um, just going back to a little bit with the glamping part of it um, and staying. I think Stephanie is interested. Intrigued. <laughs> well, it's so it's interesting. So yeah. my, my uh, wedding anniversary is next month and my mom had said like, oh, if you guys want to do something, you know, watch the kids for a night. And I was like, well, what, I can't go anywhere. Like there's not really, mm-hmm. I don't really want to go to a hotel. I could get behind mm-hmm. this. Though. Um, and that kind of brings me to We're my open. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. My mm-hmm. next point is like weather-wise, how late in the year do you think people are able to glamp or how late? I mean, I know this is your first year, but what are kind of your expectations in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, accommodating changing weather? We're hoping to stay open until Thanksgiving. Our ideal year is May long weekend to Thanksgiving long weekend. Right. If the weather's nicer, uh, we would love to stay open longer. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how cold it gets at night. Yeah. We are entertaining right now the idea of fall picnics. So not an overnight stay, but you could rent um, one of the one of the, the spaces that we didn't open this year that'll have an awning over it and like a barbecue and a fire pit. And then you can come for the afternoon or for the evening and just have a little picnic and enjoy the space. Oh, that's cool too. I like mm-hmm. that. Awesome. Now when it is, you know, when we are out of COVID stage, I don't know all this, I don't even know the language at this point in my day, but when we are back to normal, do you guys have more units then that you will plan to open? We hope to open five next year. Five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We were set to open five this year and yeah. then made the adjustment and I'm glad that yeah. I'm glad that we did. Yeah. Kind of ease into things and, yeah. and yeah, it, there's just, yeah, I can't even imagine kind of the mind logistics work that would have that. gone behind. Yeah. Yeah. The logistics between trying to, to figure everything out. So what are your, um, what do your kids think of all of this? Like, are they yeah. used to having pe- or seeing people on your property or are they, you know, are you separated enough in your main residence from the sites that, you know, the kids don't even notice anything or we are separate. The kids can see people driving in and out because we have one driveway. Right. Uh, but we are, we're far enough away that we are, we're separate from everything else. You have to go past the barn and then into the field and then keep going back to get to these sites. Oh, so wow. it's not like we see them all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. The kids are, uh, I think they're still excited about it. Mm-hmm. They, um, the, the first couple, they wanted to go and visit them and see how they're doing and play with them. And it's yeah. just, <laughs> but they're learning that, you know, we have guests and they're, they're there to enjoy their time and we give them their space and, so they seem to they're adapting they'll grow up to be quite the little hostesses themselves Mm -hmm. right so 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's so cool. So how many, um, what, how big is your property? If you have enough room for five very separate sites, it must be quite large. There's just under 17 acres. Okay. So a nice spot. So everything's obviously really secluded and I'm sure that's part of the appeal. Right. I wonder, is there, um, like, is there the opportunity or, uh, you know, if people came up that somebody wanted to do like a, a couple's getaway or something like that, could you have like accommodate for that? I guess if, you know, they wanted to cook dinner together and you know, at one of the other sites, I guess that's up to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. We were in talks uh, pre everything that's happened with a few people that wanted to do retreats. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So they would have someone come in and do all the cooking and then they would have the, the one with the wellness retreat and the, there was a few other ones. They would have their programming either in the barn or in the field, but then they, all of their people would sleep in the, the tents. Yeah. So we have um, provisions for options for that so that you don't necessarily have to share a queen bed, that you can have other sleeping options too. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, it sounds like despite everything that's happened this year and the changes that you had to make given, you know, global pandemic, um, that you guys have really handled this and that things are going well. So that's so awesome to hear. But what are your, like your bigger, your big picture, like dreams and plans? How would you like to see this expand or where do you uh, see it in, you know, a few years? Well, we're, we're starting with five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have approval up to 10 sites. I don't know oh. that we'll see 10 sites, but there's always room for expansion. Um, I think our next, after we get the five, our next would be to uh, kind of go with the barn and get the, the barn's going to be a three season barn right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do eventually want to insulate it so it can be a year round um, and then have events going in the barn year round and then the glamping while we can. Cool. Very awesome. Yeah, good for you guys. It's so exciting to see new businesses coming up in Haldeman and Norfolk. So this is awesome. We're glad to have you guys here. And I know you guys aren't new to the community. So I know there's lots of, as I went onto your Instagram page and we had a lot of, you know, I saw a lot of familiar faces on there. A lot of people who are really excited and sharing, sharing mm-hmm. your information. And I imagine, I think you guys probably will get to 10 faster than you, <laughs> faster yeah. than you think <laughs> you might be. Yeah. Growing and growing, especially I think people are, I know I'm finding a lot of folks, we you know, from Hamilton and beyond like that way, right. More North are really appreciating the nice drive out this mm-hmm. way, right. Mm-hmm. Rather than fighting the traffic up to Toronto and the Muskokas. So um, we have a beautiful lake down here as well. And really good eateries and, and your place sounds absolutely lovely. So yeah, yeah, it's exciting to Wonderful. build the tourism out here. So yeah. Is there anything we haven't asked you about home? Yeah. Home that would Caroline be helpful that, to share. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We covered the barn cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have, uh, so I guess with future plans, um, we have a, like a whole gardening series. So we, we both grew up um, with, uh, I guess European grandparents who grew everything themselves and put mm-hmm. everything up and like made everything from scratch. And so we've kind of continued that. We have a very large, um, I don't want to say organically grown, but it's, it's no sprays, no pesticides. You just, you, you grow it um, garden. And that's where the, the food for the breakfast baskets comes from. That's um, awesome. But we also want to, eventually be able to give people the opportunity to learn where the food comes from, uh, how, what it looks like when it's grown. Um, all those things that mm-hmm. to me is secondhand, but a lot of people don't know. And then what yeah. to do with that and how yeah. to preserve it and how you can keep it for the winter and how you can yes. be enjoying that all year round. Uh, we have a, we put in a native pollinator garden this year. 
um, that, so we're going to have an education piece to our property as well. If people decide that they want to not just glamp and hang out at their tent, but they want to explore and maybe learn a little bit too. Um, so we've got a native pollinator garden and we're eventually going to have, um, identification throughout the property of different native species and what they do and different medicinal uses and if it's Mm -hmm. edible or if it's not edible and Mm -hmm. that type of thing so we'd love to do like a series on all that yeah that's so cool it reminds me my husband's aunt and uncle are homesteaders in the grimsby Mm -hmm. niagara area and that's very much like what um kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of what you're talking about here. They, you know, um, preserve all of their own food for the winter. They have animals on their um, small hobby farm as well. And, you know, massive garden plots and all different kinds of varieties of vegetables and fruits and yeah, all, all, all kinds of stuff. And it's just a really cool way to, um, you know, they've had a lot of success with that as well in that, you know, people wanting to find out how to do this. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. I, I, it was always interesting to me at the beginning of, you know, when COVID started and you go to the grocery store looking for frozen vegetables, for example, and there's nothing in the freezer, right? And so I think there's even, people are even more in tune with how to, uh, you know, grow their own food and where it comes from. And I work in agriculture, so I see that quite a bit myself, but it's it's just always, um, it's nice to see the a greater interest in that because I think mm-hmm. that's how, you know, it's really important to learn about where your food comes mm-hmm. from and, and how to grow it. And um, that keeps the whole supply chain moving, even when you're contributing to contributing to it on your own. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And even to know that you don't have to have a lot of property mm-hmm. to be able to grow something. You can exactly. grow something on your patio. You can grow something in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, one other thing that we like to always ask um, to kind of end off our chats with different folks is uh, something you're loving right now. Is there a favorite that you like? It can be anything, whether it's, you know, a recipe or a book or uh, a glass of wine or whatever it might be that you're really enjoying. Uh, I don't currently have a whole lot of time for reading. I have a few that are, are stacked up that are waiting for me to get to hopefully this winter. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm really enjoying uh, showing my kids, I guess, what we just talked about, where their food comes mm-hmm. from. Yeah. We, we picked a couple of cantaloupes from our garden this year, today, oh. and uh, we had had one in the fridge from grocery store, which was delicious, but then we cut into these ones, and they just like watching their faces as they're eating oh, like a fresh one that they grew. They planted the seeds. They mm-hmm. watered it. They mm-hmm. weeded it. They picked it, and now they get to eat it. It was, yeah, it was fun. So awesome. I love that. I find we, yeah, we expanded our garden this year and I find anytime we grow something that, you know, that they haven't tried before and it's like, oh, well, we have to try this because we grew it and my my eldest son bit into a jalapeno pepper. Oh my God. And he was like, yeah, I'll try that. And we were like, no, no, that's not the bell pepper. He likes bell peppers. Um, So, and he handled it like a champ. I was impressed, but it's so funny, but it is so fun to see that, right? Like the enthusiasm mm-hmm. of seeing, you know, we had these seeds growing in our dining room all winter long underneath the light, and then we were able to plant them in the garden. And yeah, it's yeah. just, it's a really awesome experience for kids. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else, Amanda, that we didn't cover? I don't think so. I think, I know we got a lot uh, in. I'm off. Yeah. Yeah. Can we include your website and a link to reach you guys? Um, on our podcast. Perfect. Okay. Um, now scheduling wise, booking wise, um, everything online, right? You just follow the links online. Yes. Okay. And is there a minimum night stay or anything like that? That was my question. You might've covered it. Uh, we have a two night minimum on weekends right now, but we weekdays it's, it's fine. And that's again with the, the added cleaning and the extra, that's what I was wondering. How do you manage that? Right. 
Yeah. That's a lot for you guys. So yeah, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on here and I'm super stoked about what you guys are doing for the community as well. I think. Well, thank you for reaching out. This is awesome. Thank you for for joining us. I was going to say having us. It feels like I'm at your home. (laughs) I might be there soon. Honestly, I was going to say you should do your honeymoon. We should just do, no, we should just do and I go one night. Just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. I could could use it. We have a teething baby here so yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to her <laughs> <laughs> well, we could record like from in the middle of the woods oh, if that's yeah. not if that's not adventurous for me that's no I'm so impressed yeah. well this will tie in so perfectly because yes we've been talking for the last couple weeks each each week we mentioned Stephanie's camping yeah I somehow so. it, it continues to pop up and I don't really intend <laughs> for it to be like that but, <laughs> but this is 100% an alternative I could get behind so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you might see my name pop up on a reservation <laughs> perfect we'd love to have you yes well thanks thank again you. caroline it was lovely to chat with you and yes uh, thank you for giving us your time thanks for tuning in to sisterhood unleashed we'd love for you to come back and join us weekly and subscribe to us on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts you can also visit us online at sisterhoodunleashed.ca or on instagram at sisterhood.unleashed see you next week